Hello, welcome to Live Reality Games Podcast. My name is Steven, and I'm back this week to talk about episode three of Surviving Bloomington. And here with here with me this week is guest Troy. Troy, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. So Troy, you're here today because you've met KC, the host of Surviving Bloomington, several times. You've played season three of the Ohio Mo with him. And I hear you also have a chance to meet some of the Surviving Bloomington cast members. I have. I have. Yeah, I met KC this past November playing uh, the, Mo, the Mole, Ohio, excuse me. <laughs> Um, and the host for that was actually Hannah. So that's how I met Hannah. Um, oh, I didn't realize she hosted the most recent season. Yeah, she apparently was the season two winner. Okay. So the honor to host season three. So what's, what's it like? I assume this is your first time watching Hannah play a game then. It is. It is. <laughs> a, 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 any thoughts or surprises? Uh, no, because, you know, as a host, like she's very dynamic and is great mm -hmm. communicator. But you could tell like her strategic chops just from being a host in the mm -hmm. way in which she would move and have those conversations. But it's really kind of awesome to action. Mm -hmm. And really, especially in this particular season when she is coming in, not having played mm -hmm. uh, Survivor Bloomington before and not knowing anyone, she mm -hmm. is, uh, she's a force. Are there any other players you've met that are on this season? Uh, in fact, yes, I met Stacy uh, mm -hmm. this past summer, I think I can say this, mm -hmm. uh, for Survivor New York. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's the only one though. Yeah, like Stacy is a, I will say, is a connoisseur of of of, rea of reality games, and frequently she goes far. But this this was a tough sell for her, uh, with just being on an All Star season and one of the three players that wasn't a returning player for that series. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's a very tough spot to be in, mm -hmm. right? You have to have like the best social game, or you know, be a really strong physical competitor to just for those first few votes to survive. Mm -hmm. Um, and Stacy is a good social player. Mm -hmm. I mean, she knows how to talk and she knows how to make those connections. But I mean, unfortunately, I feel like the people who have not played Survivor Bloomington, the cards were stacked against them from the mm -hmm. get go. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, had she and Hannah switched positions, right? If like just having that second new player on your tribe was, is enough to kind of would have been enough to work her way in much like Hannah. Um, and also, like, had this been an immunity challenge where two people win and one, one tribe is a tribal council, she solved that puzzle within seconds. And so yeah. like they were, they were this close to an immunity win. And, you know, I think, uh, and we'll get to it, come to vote, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with the vote. I don't think they, that tribe did the right choice, but we can get to that later. Yeah. Um, is, do you have any thoughts or thoughts on the season so far then? Uh, you know, I think that from a production value point of view, uh, kudos to them. I know this is their first time uh, mm -hmm. video, any of it. And like, it's, I'm thoroughly impressed. I'll start with that. Like the production values, super high. Um, the challenges look intense. I mean, mm -hmm. like I'm watching it from home and going, I don't know how I would survive that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm really appreciating that. And the dynamic, what I find so fascinating is since so many of them have played mm -hmm. together, either in Survivor Bloomington or other games, that dynamic is almost not even being talked about. Mm -hmm. It came up a little bit in this episode, but for the most part, it feels like it's a non-issue, which I think is shocking. Yeah. And I wonder if it's because we have a, a good handful of players who have played multiple seasons. So you don't really have a us versus them. The fact that players have come back and volunteered. So everyone's kind of met each other before. So there's been, there's so much, but there's been so much more interweaving yeah. than, than maybe past like returning seasons has seen. Yeah. And I think the other thing I would add to that is like, since everyone knows people have played before, you know, I would think that people would want to like adapt their gameplay because people know what they've done and how they've played, but that doesn't seem to be the case either, which I, I think is also very fascinating. 
Yeah, there, no one's really... We've, we've seen some discussion, like in this episode, I think... I think it was... Um, Nia on the Bran tribe was talking how she got an item her last season, had given mm. away, was voted out that travel council, and she's like, I'm doing things differently this time. So we kind of we're kind of seeing a little of that, but it is very interesting, maybe because that six-person tribe dynamic where you don't really have a lot of room to hide and kind of re-sculpt yourself, just like shoot, just play your cards out and get past this this part. Yeah, yeah. I think Adam also mentioned something. Oh, sorry, my phone. Um, I think Adam also mentioned like about his ability to do puzzles. Mm-hmm. not knowing like how he played his last season other than he's a former winner like how do people not know that he's good with puzzles mm-hmm. and he's talking about like oh i can't hide it anymore i'm like well that's interesting i guess puzzles never came up in the last one i, mm-hmm. I don't know or not until the very end so it's not and like or maybe he had put himself not in the puzzle role in his in his early challenges yeah um did you have any favorite players you're rooting for i do i do i mean just on a personal note i have to root for hannah mm-hmm. um in that connection um so i think my players that i'm rooting for would be hannah griffin and megan mm-hmm. which megan uh, yeah i knew you were gonna ask me that one <laughs> <laughs> with an age or no age uh Braun tribe megan or um which uh, no, brains, brains tribe megan brains, brains tribe megan okay and then maybe i'll put jordan in there too i i really mm-hmm. like jordan's vibe um so why don't we get, get started going through the episode? And the episode starts by taking us back to the three tribes. And we begin with Brain's tribe. And we get a lot of confessionals from James this episode. And James is an interesting position because I think James thinks he is doing well. But we hear from other confessionals that ah, people are still a little unsure of Brain's. And my favorite thing is like, it was, um, I think, maybe this is later on, but I think it's Megan and it, it is... Um, Let's see, Megan and Alyssa talk, and they're like, James always says, like, we'll be together until the merge. He, like, couches everything he says. So, like, we're, we're together until a point. And they're, they're a little, like, we're not quite sure how we think about that. What do you think of that? You know, I, I, you can look at it from two points of view. I think from James's point of view, he's, he's really trying to play that honest game that he said he wants mm-hmm. to play, right? So using that verbiage, it's his way of saying, like, I'm being honest. I'm being genuine with you. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that you understand, like, where my head's at. Mm-hmm. But when you're hearing that, like that sets up red flags mm-hmm. immediately. Like, okay, so I'm in your short-term plan, but you don't see me in your long-term plan. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if I want to play with that. Like, I, I mean, I, I understand where he's coming from, but I, I think he needs to do a better job with like just getting people to believe him. Yeah, and it was inter- it was interesting given. I, I thought that would have like maybe set. Alyssa and Megan more like, do we really want to work with them if we aren't in this long-term game plan? Because really, when you're on this small trial, I'd be looking to really set up long-term relations and alliances, yeah. not say, yeah, yeah, we're good. And then we'll swap, we'll figure out from there. Maybe we'll be friends, maybe not. I, I'd be a little less comfortable with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you need numbers certainly in these small tribes, but short-term game is always like the kiss of death, in my opinion, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, even if it is, even if you're intending them to be part of your short, short-term game, don't say it. Just let them believe like we're there till the end. But now, we see a lot of um, we see a lot of idol shenanigans in the Brains tribe. We know that Megan has the idol, and when she find, found it, I think it was what Dallas and Stacy were both kind of there as part of that. So half the tribe knows the idol is, and the other half, being Alyssa, Griffin, and James, have no idea where the idol is. And there's a lot of discussion around this. Dallas finds the twine of the tree, just immediately says, I don't, like, I found this. It must have been gone. Like, I don't, I don't know. 
Um, oh, no, sorry, Dallas finds the idle clue, just shares with everybody the target off his back. And like later on, people find the hole. And they're like, oh, the idol must have been there, but now it's not. Yeah. What are your thoughts around all that? I, you know, the edit is what the edit is. So like, you don't know what the timing is. It mm -hmm. like for me, that moment where the idol is handed off to Stacy and Stacy takes off into the woods. I was like, okay, that to me was awesome. It was like a great dramatic moment mm -hmm. and forces a bond that you may not necessarily mm -hmm. want to have. Um, but I feel like it's a little sloppy. Like even if you have to get out of there quickly, go back, hide it, uh, you mm -hmm. know, cover your tracks. Um, but from a viewer point of view, I'm loving that people know where the idol is mm -hmm. and it's causing that paranoia from like a player point of view. I'm like, this would drive me crazy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, for me, it was, it was when people went and they're like, we think we found the hole that the idol was in. The idol's in here. I was like, oh, no, like that's the biggest sign. You want people to not know where the idol is and keep searching for it, not be like, pretty sure we know where it was and it's been found because that really changes things because we see a lot of people trying to sleuth out who has it. Well, can't be Stacy because she like like signaled this to us. It can't be, can't be Dallas who showed us the clue. Uh, we don't think it's Griffin and Alyssa and James are like we we know we're telling each other we don't have it so Megan must have it it's like yeah. six people is enough you can process eliminate at that point especially really? when people are doing these big signaling actions like here's the clue I don't want it how do you feel about them being so open and honest like I found the string I found the clue like they're they're being super honest in this tribe given so given dallas knows where the idol is and i think the last thing dallas wants is people target him for fear he has an idol i think being open and honest is the correct way to go i'd say okay. yes i don't have it look here's the thing you all can search for it right because that people are like wow you know if he had if he had the idol why would he do that because he wouldn't want to draw anything so like kind of giving up that is a great mm -hmm. way to like signal to other players like it's not me i don't have it, and get any potential suspicion off you so i do like what he does with that i think that is the correct move in this case okay yeah, I don't know if, I, not having been in that position, I don't know that I would do that. I mean, I, I guess it really depends on who's around. I mean, because I, I think Dallas, he finds it kind of public, right? Does I don't he? Think I, Maybe he I, does. I, I want to say he doesn't find it very secretive. Like, yeah, if I find it alone, and I'm like, okay, I can pocket it, maybe do something funny with it later. But given that he found it, like, around people and just being mm. like, here it is. <laughs> that Maybe that's the difference between the, the Brains tribe finding the idol and the other tribes like they were not like mm -hmm. was, it, was it mia yeah mia found, finds them secret right yeah so she's like i'm keeping this quiet which i guess yeah that makes mm -hmm. more sense and so let's say you're megan and you know two people know about your idol uh that's Gr griffin uh sorry dallas and stacy do yep. you sh are you look are you more open to sharing with other players or you still just kind of keep it on the download as much as possible Ooh, i think it goes back to like what you're just saying right like mm -hmm. if you find it in public make it public right there's there's no benefit to trying to keep it quiet when pe people know mm -hmm. so i think in this particular case like just be open and honest like hey i've got it let's use mm -hmm. it together if we need to in a swap which you know most inevitably is going to happen um yeah i mean but if no one's around and you find it in secret keep it quiet mm -hmm. that's my vote that, that's the way i would play it at least i love the transition between the brains and brawn tribe where we see griffin giving a confessional and then the then the Braun tribe is heckling him, throwing stuff in the woods because Chris was like, "What's going on?" I that was like I was so confused. Like these weird cuts of the Braun tribe walking, Griffin and conventional, and then it all came together. I was like, "Okay, that 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 was a lot of fun." Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. 
Um, although I was a little worried about like Griffin's safety. Like I didn't know what they were throwing at him. I hope it was nine guns. I trust it was, I trust not looking to like medevac an opposing player. (laughs) I mean, it's a strategy, just not one I endorse. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one way to get one step closer, but yeah. (laughs) So episode two, we didn't really hear much. We didn't really hear anything at all from the Braun tribe following uh, the first tribal council. So we get a little time with the Braun tribe. Um, we get to see them make like golf balls and like an animal skull. I was, I was just like, there's a lot of golf balls floating around this episode. I, I don't know why. Yeah, what was that about? I mean, I the whole like skull thing. I was like, uh, not, hey, not I mean, it, it was just a little too goofy to maybe be uh, hidden in media. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think that. Like that. I mean, that's a huge hidden immunity idol yeah that's what what they were trying to do with it all on ghost island like here's the meaning necklace good luck hiding it (laughs) yeah right Mm. can't exactly shove that down your pants Mm -hmm. so we don't one thing that surprised me is mia was left out of the vote yeah in in that first travel council uh where um david is voted out we don't really hear much from her in terms of scrambling or reordering herself uh we hear her talk a bit about her idol um, what do you think Mia should like? What do you think Mia was maybe doing that we weren't seeing, or should be doing in response to that first travel council she experienced? You know, she's in a hard place because mm-hmm. there is that history like that has seems to have come up a few times. So you know, I think what, I don't know if she's like trying to play the history angle at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be the way to help like just get her one vote further so that mm-hmm. she can get to a swap and then reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the other thing that she did, and I think she was the right thing to do was go idol hunting, right? If you yeah. have an idol, you know, use it and say, Hey, look, I know I'm on the bottom, but I'm not going anywhere. So who wants to work with me? Let's shake things up. Right. So you would reveal, you would go like, Hey everyone, like if you're trying to lose again, you say, all right, everyone, here's the deal. I have an idol. I'm playing it. Yep. Let's let, let's start talking because I'm not an option. Like let, let, let me let's form some new alliance here versus like surprising everyone, but like being the sole person the boat went out and like really kind of being an out to your tribe. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no need to make a super big flashy move so mm-hmm. early. It's only going to hurt your game long term, mm-hmm. you know. But use it and say, hey, if when we lose, I wouldn't say it before like they lost a challenge, but like at that point, it's like I'm not an option. Mm-hmm. You know, who wants to work with me? Because now. It's if you're not working with me, you're now a potential ta- target. Yeah, and we hear Meredith in her confessional say like she does want to target Mia next, and we already hear Adam kind of speculate like I think Mia has an idol. Not quite sure, likely. Yeah, Meredith's one that I'm having a hard time tracking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, I don't know what why, but it's, yeah, she seems like really sort of on the outside too. So mm-hmm. hearing Mia say like she was on the outs and on the bottom, or getting that sense, I'm like. I thought it was more Meredith. Meredith's the one with the, the red and white stripes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it because that first vote was kind of, was like, we. Th- I personally thought Meredith was going home that first travel council, but yeah. whatever she did, it worked, and therefore David went home instead, and and maybe Mia's the easy target right now. I don't know. I, I We'll talk later. I don't think we're going to see the Braun tribe ever vote together in this, in this configuration in the future, but we'll see. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> um. And then we get some time at the Beauty Tribe. And the Beauty Tribe is the only tribe at the start of this episode where no one has found the immunity idol. Uh, and that quickly gets that quickly is changed uh, yeah. with Jordan finding the idol in front of Brianna. That I think if I was Jordan, that probably was like the worst case scenario, like the last person she wants to be around when she finds mm-hmm. it. 
but Brianna seems okay because Brianna, I think, I think it's later Brianna talks about who she feels good, but I think Brianna's like not looking to share the information. It's like, yeah, yeah, just you and me, our knowledge and whatnot. Yeah. And I think from Brianna's point of view, it was like the best possible thing to happen, mm -hmm. right? I think it's very clear within that tribe, like what the pecking order is and who's controlling the votes. So from Brianna's point of view, I think it's like, I'd be like, absolutely best case scenario. I don't have it. So I don't have the target. I know who has it. They know I have, they know that I know, like, let's work with this. Um, I think from Jordan's point of view, complete opposite though. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. Cause like, I'm wondering like, should have Brianna had been weaponizing the information somehow? We don't see any, her do anything with it. Like, Given that Jordan doesn't tell anyone outside Brianna, Brianna knowing, should Brianna have been more willing to go out the players, say, hey, you think you're working with Jordan. I know she has this. I saw her get it. Has she shared this with you? If not, I think you should be worried because this means like you're not as close to her as you think. I think that's the right move to make. But I, at least the sense I get from watching it is that Brianna may not have the pulse on the game in the way yeah. that she needs to, right? She does Agreed. definitely is coming across like I is floating by like, okay, wherever the wind's going to blow, I'm going to go that way. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not getting a sense of like really being a strategic mind or really like having like, I don't know, even self-awareness of like what's going on. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know that that would have ever crossed her mind. I mean, again, I don't know yeah. her, but that's just the sense I'm getting. And I think, Sorry. I think one of the challenges of Brianna is of returning players, she's had the, least experience coming into it right because she played season she, four was the first one voted out so this is the first time she is going back to trial council after being blindsided mm, yeah i mean it it's, might be from lack of experience i don't know yeah but even still i mean maybe jordan is being a is much more of a social strategic um mastermind than we're seeing mm -hmm. right at this moment to get brianna to feel like she's completely safe and like that mm -hmm. they're together now i mean which they do, they do a good enough job. Um, yeah. And I think two, the two other things I noticed, like Jordan discusses how she's not going to tell her tribe that the person she's going to share and wants to work with is Megan from the Brains tribe. Oh, and I loved it. I loved it. Really? Yeah. Because, I, I mean, again, I don't know a lot of these players. So I'm like, what is it about that connection? Mm -hmm. And going back to what we were saying earlier is like, because these people have played together, we're not hearing a lot about mm -hmm. like past relationships. But this one is one that we hear about. So in my mind, like, okay, I need to track this. This is something that's really strong. And if that's the case, are others aware of it? And how is that going to impact, you know, the game going forward? So for me, I was like, yes, this is great. I love it. Yeah, you know, I think it's I think it's one thing to start in a trial with the person you have a close relationship to and really kind of run with that. It's another thing to meet someone later on and say, all right, one of us is going to be giving up what we've had and like and going the other. Think of like Harvey and Amanda and the Heroes versus Villains merge, where they both mm -hmm. kind of came in opposite tribes. They each had kind of their own lines. They kind of realized like this isn't going to work, is it? Yeah. Right, I'm wondering if we're going to see that happen, or like we see one of them make a sacrifice their game for another, or how, or, or how that will work. It's just it's just hard once the game really gets going and there's you have significant history of players in the game. Yeah, it it could go many different ways. Um, but Megan also has an idol as well, right? Yes. So that's now two idols between that's two a lot people. Of power. That is a lot of power. Um, and my final favorite thing was that uh, they failed to hide where the idol was. Some people find the hold where the idol is again. And be like, oh, the idol must be out there somewhere. Someone has the idol at this point. You're like, oh, no. Do you get the sense like these holes were like big holes? Like from what I see in the camera, it looks like it's like 
that big. Like, I guess it's just an impressionable enough divot that you're like, wow, that's not natural. Yeah. I mean, and it's by the water well. So like everyone's going there, everyone's seeing it. It's like, like take a moment and think like, I don't know, throw some brush over it or something or spill the water. Now, the question I still want to have answered is did Connor find the idol clue that, that everyone beauty suspects he found? Like, is they're like, oh, it's the twine. Did Con- it must be because of Connor. I was waiting for some confession of someone revealed like, no, I had it all along, but maybe it's just Connor. We just never heard about it. Uh, you know, I, I don't think he did. I yeah, we never he, heard from him. Yeah, I mean, he, even just like his body language, like mm-hmm. in the later part of that, the, those first two episodes, like I just did not get the sense like he had anything that he needed to worry about. Because mm-hmm. um, he, he's another one like watching and I was like, I didn't get the sense like he's able to fully deceive, like keep yeah. calm. Like he's very calm and cool and collected and all that. Mm-hmm. But I think when he, he's pressed, like that's when you started to see like his body language change. So like mm-hmm. I... I honestly don't think he found it or had anything. Yeah. Well, from there we get to our challenge. The challenge, it's a blindfold challenge where you send players out, they bring back balls, go with your tribe, throw, make some baskets, come back, and you get a choice between two puzzles, an easy, uh, sorry, an easy, easier 25-piece puzzle or a harder four-piece puzzle. Yeah. Um, and the and only one tribe can win this. The so two tribes are going to the tribal council. Uh, I love choices and challenges that is my favorite thing when players you this or that what do you want to do i always love seeing that and just seeing the repercussions of those choices yeah i i almost like and i know that two of the tribes they switched me Mm -hmm. halfway through i love having that choice but i think like once you make that choice you have to stay with it right yeah um it's not like the amazing race where like you can change detours Mm mm-hmm well, there, at least Amazing Race, you can change detours, but there's a significant time cost to it. And there's a lot of unknown. It's like, what is the other one like? This one seemed very low cost. Like, oh, this one looks hard. Dump out the other bag. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I so, mean, and it was pretty awesome, though. I mean, the way Brain, uh, Braun, excuse me, just was like, they went for that 25 and they were doing great. And they're like, wait, shoot. And switched in like that. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Because I, because I think Adam was in the puzzle, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I was a little sad to see players could have such a, it was such a costless switch. Where it was like, you know, which one seems better? So you, I think you'd always want to start the four piece puzzle, look at it, say, can't figure it out, and then move to the twenty five piece puzzle, right? Yeah. But because we, because I think we see what, who gets back first? Beauty starts. Beauty starts the four piece puzzle, switches to the longer puzzle. Braun gets back, starts with the longer puzzle, switches to the shorter puzzle, solves immediately. And then poor Brains has been trailing this entire time. Get back, and you can tell Stacy solves the the, the four piece puzzle immediately. But yeah. it's, it's too late. It's. I mean, I I, I love the di- double tribal, but I, I did feel bad that it was just it was so close. Yeah, so close. Yeah, because think think of the world where players couldn't switch their puzzle. Right, Bronze sticking with the twenty five piece puzzle. Right, so which they're yep. making progress, but slower. Um, Beauty picks the harder puzzle, which maybe they would solve it, but they seem to be really struggling. And then brains gets back, and they they're the brains try for a reason. They solve that four piece puzzle immediately. Yeah. Right? And and then brains is fully intact, and the other two tribes are losing a second member each. It would have, I think, it would have had a big impact on the way the game goes mm-hmm. moving forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, having a tribe intact, even a tribe that is not fully together, mm-hmm. is much better. Than having a low, lower numbers come kind of swap or emerge. To be to be fair, I think on a three tribe season there is real benefits to going to tribal councils, and that is not be, being a, t- a t- tribe that becomes a target. Right? Think of a swap where like it like you have like this weird situation where each tribe has like 
one tribe has four uh, former brains and beauty and, th and three, and, sorry, I'll go colors, red and blue tribe with three, four, three yellow uh, brains tribes. And they're just like, well, we're just going to throw challenges and knock out the brains tribes. So they don't have a majority and protect our allies on the other side. Yeah. Right? You get this really us versus them mentality. But now every tribe's lost, lost a member. Every tribe's had some blood drawn. And, th and I think as a result of that, it's like this, like a swap is not going to be a very clear us two versus them. Like, a, like everyone getting, everyone getting the brain strike because no one's been voted out yet. I, I, I see the advantages of that, but from a player point of view, like, are you willing, would you be willing to risk your place in the tribe just for this idea? Like this tribe no, is not but I, I, that's why like, I'm not heartbroken if I do attend a tribal council. Okay. Like, I, I don't think I'd ever throw, but I don't, I, I also think it like, there, I think there is some lingering benefit as a result. I'm thinking like, you know, heroes versus heroes versus hustlers, the merge happens, the healers are almost fully intact and everyone's just like, yep, we're targeting you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just, I, I think you just, to the extent you can avoid that kind of situation in a three tribe format, I think it's best though. Season 41, uh, I can't remember the blue tribe is, rolls in full strength, everyone just like, like says, yep, we're gonna let you win now. And you're like, hmm. Like what? I mean, so I, I think the caveat I'd put with that is like, if the tribe is not cohesive, yeah. if there's very clear groupings, I don't know if I'd agree with that that mm -hmm. thought really, because once I get to a merge or a swap, like jump ship as you need to, and yeah. there and you have the mutiny advantage too. So mm -hmm. I think that also would also impact that. Yeah, that, the mutiny advantage is going to make what is the mutiny advantage. I I I don't. I don't remember if it was read to us. I can't remember if it's like you just jump ship or you have to force someone to swap back with you so all tribes stay even. Because you could have theoretically a like... Yeah, I don't let's think... Let's say if we swap at 14 to two tribes of seven, do we end up with a lopsided nine and five at work? Uh, like something like that? If two people jump from one to another? I think that... Well, first off, yes. Or no, they didn't read it. So I don't know okay. one way or the other. But the sense I get was that like if I have the mutiny advantage, I can jump ship and then also now the tribes are going to be what they are yeah um although it would be interesting if i jump ship and i say you know what steven you're taking my place <laughs> i mean because then now it has a whole lot yeah. more power because yeah no it we'll have to see how that goes down um is there anything else with the challenge you want to talk about um i didn't understand the ladder on the ground i think it looked like you just have to lead them through that pathway like this is your pathway to take okay. I don't think there is much more beyond that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like I guess it was just like directional. I was like, I don't know. I mean, it was much harder if like if anyone touches meeting. the ladder wrong, you have to start over while blindfolded. That would been ridiculous. That would have been ridiculous because I noticed I forget which tribe it was, but they were like walking. I think it was the the yellow tribe. They were walking slightly outside of mm -hmm. the ladder. I'm like, is that allowed? At the very on the way not? back, the guy just says, "Just run, everyone." He ditches whoever's holding hand. Everyone's just like, "All right," they just start yeah. running after him. So for me, like the whole blindfold, that portion of it, I was like, what value did that have? It, it, it's, it's hard to have a sense of time in these challenges, like yeah. it's edited. So I, I guess normally I'm used to watching blindfold challenges with a lot more people walking into each other and kind of comical music. But it's, the, the people seem to really blitz through the collecting and getting back. Yeah. Um, and I was glad to see there are people like on the silence from people from walking into people's cars. That was good too. That was nice. Yeah. I mean, safety first, safety first. So I think of the two tribes, I'd like to talk about the beauty tribe first, because I think this is the more straightforward of the two. Okay. Um, and so we get, we get back to camp and 
you know, Brianna says, you know, she's nervous that Hannah might know she voted for her last round, but she feels safe with the reliance of Devante and Boogie. What, what do you think of, what do you think of that from Brianna? You've already voiced a little bit of your thoughts here. Yeah. I mean, I think she has to know that people are thinking that it, she did. Mm-hmm. She's not, again, like I'm not getting the sense like she's playing hard. Not that you need to be playing hard this early in the game, but it, I just get not getting the sense like she's playing. She's just... Or, you know, Devontae and Boogie and, and Jordan are doing a really, really good job at letting her be comfortable. True. But, I mean, you have to have a ton of trust mm-hmm. in these people. Like, it, if you're making me feel comfortable, you can only make someone comfortable if they trust you. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I don't, I don't know. Like, how much trust can you have? And maybe, and maybe the answer is Brianna needs to go to Devante and, and Boogie, who, who she clearly trusts, is, hey, you know, like, I don't really feel like I have anyone besides the two of you. You two are the people I want to ride or die with. I know you all want to work with Jordan, but did you know Jordan has immunity idol? I thought she's, she's forming the secrecy, but has she told you that? No. Like, I think you should look at who are Jordan's allies, and I think you should try to take out Hannah, because Hannah is clearly Jordan's more Jordan's ally than your ally. I will be your ally, not Jordan's ally. I think that is the right play. But again, I don't think she's seeing that, mm-hmm. right? Like just the, the self-awareness of like where people's alliances are mm-hmm. um, and how they're playing. Like, I don't like, I adore Hannah, but at least from the edit, like it doesn't seem like she's being super stealth about it, right? Like you see where she's standing with people and who she's talking to. Like if I'm mm-hmm. Brianna, I would be looking at like how people are grouping together and what kinds of conversations, mm-hmm. who's walking off with who, mm-hmm. you know? Um, that tells you volumes. And if you are going to try to like make that play that you suggest, mm-hmm. like you have to see it. Yeah. And the, the Vivante confession we get right after where he pretty much says like, yeah, I think I was planning on sticking to the four and voting on Verano. Like, Ooh, this is going to be a little kind of dry, isn't it? Unless something changes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he gives great confessionals. I have to say, I love mm-hmm. watching his confessionals. Lots of energy, lots of fun. <laughs> we also get a final confessional from Hannah where she talks about, it's not simply this vote she's working on. It's the next vote. Ah, I, this is like, I love this confessional so much because it, you, we see so much about like how people are thinking in confessionals, obviously, but we, we very rarely hear about like how they're lining themselves up, you know, and going back to like what I was saying earlier about Hannah is like, you see that strategic mind working mm-hmm. and she is, she's charting that course and she is working hard. Um, and again, coming in as someone who has not played with these people, has not played this game, you know, she's understanding the assignment and she's like, okay. This is what I need to do. Here's how I'm going to do it. And here are the th- two, three options I have that I'm thinking about. Like, her brain, it's impressive right now. I'd like to say, like, her time in the Survival Challenge has helped her with this because Survival Challenge is a very time compressed game where there, you don't have a lot of time to strategize. And you have to maximize the time you have to really look into not only this next vote, but down the line as well. And so I really do approve, I really do like how she's using this time to say, I'm really going to Jordan. Jordan has thrown out Boogie's name as the potential next vote. And Hannah's like, yep, I will vote with you. We'll block vote. And I think we'll be able to pull Devante out of fear of a rock draw. It makes complete sense to me. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I don't want to play with Hannah because I, I'll probably like be a fangirl and be like, whatever you say, Hannah, I'm going to do, you know, <laughs> and she'll cut you very quickly. Um, but like just the, seeing that line that she's creating, like mm-hmm. it makes complete sense to me. Now, Hannah was also debating, like, do I actually play my shot in the dark now or do I wait? Because, like, there's that 10% chance that, like, something goes wrong when uh, Bri- if Brianna plays her shot in the dark. Would you have played your shot in the dark in Hannah's situation? 
Not this round. No, mm -hmm. I don't think so. I mean, I, I, the sense I get is that Hannah is not in the best possible place in the tribe, but she's not in the, the worst possible yeah. either. So I, I would feel like, I don't think I would play my shot in the dark this round. No. Mm -hmm. Would you? No. <laughs> okay. No, no, not at all. Um, not, not, I, I would be looking for when it is more grim and like, like it's clearly evident that I'm going home to really say, yeah, yeah you know, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised that Brianna didn't play hers, but again, I think to your I, earlier point, she was feeling super comfortable. Yeah, I, I think she's like, you know, like I like I found the idol with Jordan, found the idol with me, so Jordan feels that tie with me, and you know, I feel comfortable with Devonta and Boogie. And I think like she's had all of them are telling her like, yes, we'll vote out Hannah, and she goes in thinking like, I'm back in the numbers, we're taking out Hannah, and that's not the case. Yeah, but you know what? I have to say, watching it, I was like, I, when Brianna was saying all this, I'm like, she's going. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm Jordan, even with Redemption Island in play, cut her, right? I'm not close to you. You know, I have an idol. I need to keep it secret. Mm -hmm. cut her. Like, sorry. It's, it is a bit of a perverse incentive. Like if one person knows your secret, like that, especially the secrets and idol, you're not planning on sharing with anyone else. It, it, it is a bit of a more challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering because she's like, how burnt is she going to feel now that, you know, she's at redemption like what is going to happen for her and what knowledge is she going to share? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that later. I think that's something yeah. I don't know. If, we haven't heard any players talk about, but I think it needs to be addressed. So not much to say about the Tribal Council. Brandon comes home on a 4-1 vote. Uh, we see Jordan checks the box for the mutiny advantages, but that's long gone. Devante has it. No. Um, so from there, we get, to the, we get to the much more, I think, in-depth Tribal Council, which is with the Brain Tribe. Now... We start off with Dallas telling us that there are two names floating around, James and Stacy. We don't really get a lot of justification of why those are the names at all this episode. And like maybe because James, people are feeling a little like he's, I don't know. We have some people kind of express concern about James and Stacy is a bit more of an obvious outsider in that regards due to not having played like surviving Bloomington before. Um, what, what, are your, what are your thoughts on, on this tribe's dynamics that... Yeah, I mean, I was a little confused when we learned that like James and Stacy's names are being tossed around. Mm -hmm. Again, I understood Stacy because she's sort of newer to that group. Um, but then started going back and watching like James's interactions and the way he's behaving. Like I totally empathize with him and the way he's playing the game. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, I guess he's really sketching a lot of people out. Mm -hmm. And when you're in such a small tribe, you need to have trust, right? Mm -hmm. And then we hear that little tidbit between, was it James and Alyssa? Yeah. Who had played before, and I guess he burned her in a previous game. I was like, oh, okay. Now I'm starting to see like this, his character come through and, or his game character, let's call it. Mm -hmm. Make a judgment on who he is as a person. Um, I was like, yeah, okay. I can understand like, that's really concerning. Mm -hmm. You know, these are two people that we don't know or we don't trust and where the rest of us have at least some allegiance mm -hmm. but like it seems awfully messy awfully messy within that tribe like i love it from a viewer point of view because i'm like what the heck is going on but like i'm trying to like figure out um how where, where people's allegiances are and like mm -hmm. granted it's early in the season so like things are constantly in flux but i'm like the griffin talking to stacy mm -hmm. giving stacy the heads up stacy going to dallas dallas telling her to play the shot in the dark i'm like Wait, I thought Griffin was working with Alyssa and Megan. 
mm-hmm. but Megan and Alyssa are working together. James is working with Alyssa. I'm like, I, you need a mind map. Yeah. No, it, it, it's just, so I think you can say Alyssa and Megan are a duo, right? Yeah. And James is kind of in a, in a trio with them in a sense. Um, but it's hard, it's hard to say where Dallas and Griffin are, except that Griffin was working with Stacy. Therefore, that's why I gave her the shot in the dark as a kind of a yeah. Hail Mary. Uh, it, it is, it's a very, it's a, it, there's, I don't think you really have a lot of hard alliances here. But you, you have some interesting layers where Stacy's pitching James. James yep. pitching Stacy, but then James also then pitches to Stacy Dallas, right? Stacy then tells Dallas, Dallas is like, I don't like him. I don't like being the decoy no. vote, right? That's never a great feeling to hear if someone's doing that. Um, and I was wondering if we're going to see, like, you know, him saying, well, if, if James is pitching me, why, why, why don't I actually vote out James this time? But that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. If we can go back, like, where did we see, like, Griffin was not working with, like, Alyssa and Megan? Like in my mind, they were. A I, I don't. I, I don't recall. Recall. I apologize. No, I thought maybe I missed it uh, because I, that was my assumption going in. Like I was like, oh, Griffin's playing really smart. He's playing mm-hmm. between different groups, right? He has this information. He feels close with Stacy. He's going to give it to Stacy, mm-hmm. but he's still going to do a CYA mm-hmm. and like play it like really well. And then I was like, oh, wait, are they t- not together? Like I just was confused by that relationship mm-hmm. altogether. Um, but to go back to your, your question, like I, Dallas most certainly should go after James, um, without a doubt, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he can probably get that vote. I don't mm-hmm. get the sense that Megan and even Alyssa are like feeling super good about her, him, mm-hmm. excuse me. Um, and Griffin, if Griffin truly is like either in the middle of all this or on the outs, mm-hmm. or where the vote is going. Yeah, no, that, that's where I was yeah. like, I wish I heard more substantial, like, you know, why are we targeting Stacy? Is it simply like, we're looking at the five of us, we have past experience, we're not working together, and, and Stacy is an outsider, or like, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it's hard to get a sense or like, I think people have kind of talked a little bit how Dallas can be a threat later down the road, and given, I think, because he, what places were, was he? Dallas was the eighth and ninth, so kind of like... You know, as the merge is turning, you start looking at those big figures. Maybe that's why he was gone after then. I don't know. Um, my favorite scene, though, is between James and Megan. Because where J- where, James listens to this whole conversation, like, who has the idol? And James is saying to Megan's like, do you have the idol? Because it isn't me. It isn't Alyssa. I don't think it's Stacy. I don't think it's Dallas. I also think it's Griffin. And Megan's like, I won't tell you by like, anything except you don't need to be worried about it. It's just like, I don't know if that's an answer I'd want to give. No, no. I mean, that that's a red flag answer. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm trying to be honest with you, but I'm not going to give you any information. Mm-hmm. Like that, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, that would really make me start to scramble and go the other way. I mean, if, yeah. if you want to keep me safe or if you want to keep me like calm and collected, whatnot, feed me a lie. But don't, don't couch with like politeness. Well, I don't, I don't think it's even the couching. I think that even the fact is just like, you don't need to be worried about it would be a red flag. Oh, she has it. <laughs> mm, yeah. Because when I played Real Foot, I found the hidden media idol. And so the two tribal accounts I went to my initial with, with my initial tribe, like it's a lot of discussion of what if they have the idol, what should we do? In my head, I'm like, well, this all of this is stupid because I have the idol. So it doesn't matter. Like, because they're not, gonna, they, there's no weapons other side I can use against us in this vote. But 
I have to play along and say, yeah, here's the strategy is to diffuse this advantage that's in my pocket. And like, I'm not using it against my own alliance. But when you had that, did you say you don't have to worry? No, not at all. I was no. like, oh yeah, we need the worry. Like, like, let's like, let's roll through things. It was so tempting to say, this is stupid. Let's make it simple. All votes him. It's going to work out because I have the idol in my pocket. Like I so badly wanted to say that, but I didn't because like, I don't want people to know about my idol. Exactly. And so that's why like that word choice, like for me, and mm-hmm. I think I don't, mm, I don't know if it's just a, a, this cast seems very nice and polite. Let mm-hmm. me put it that way. Like, so they're, they're all trying to play a very honest game, which I love. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But because of that, like the word choice that they have mm-hmm. makes it very, very sus. And also with the fact that Megan's Idol, like two players already know about it. Like I, that's what I think like, you know, at that point, it's like, if you're looking to work with someone like, say, Hey, James, I want to work with you. I want to share this. I have the idol. We don't need to do something crazy because we, we're, we're going to have the power to take out Stacy unless she achieves the shot in the dark. Yeah. But it, I think that what that says then is that she's not trusting him yet. And we yeah. had that conversation right between Megan and Alyssa, mm-hmm. like, I want to trust him. I want to take him at face value, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think what's going to help Megan is the fact she doesn't vote Dallas because if she if she tries to if she had done one of the votes on Dallas and Dallas like oh I have an information the weaponized against you things could work out poorly but we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything else about the pre-tribe scramble I want to bring up. Is there anything else you were thinking about? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I think that's that covers like the big points. Yeah, I mean, we we get the travel council, and uh, Stacy just looks unhappy, like I like uh, for very good reasons. And she's like, yeah. "I'm the only person who brought my stuff here today, so yeah. I know my I am likely going home." Yeah, I I, I felt bad. I mean, mm-hmm. it, for me, at that moment, I was like, "Okay, we're gonna have another clear cut vote." Like it's Stacy; mm-hmm. she knows it. Mm-hmm. She's got some tricks up her sleeve, like we saw in the scramble with Dallas, um, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah. your heart has to go out when 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 you know you're being voted out. It sucks. And I honestly don't know what else she could have done. No, like, I mean, she honestly did more than I thought she was going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. The whole idea that Griffin gave her his shot in the dark, I mm-hmm. was super excited about. I was like, yes, that's super great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of wish it panned out for her. Mm-hmm. But I was like, wow. And that's a ballsy move. Mm-hmm. That is a ballsy, ballsy move. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about it. So like... We see Stacy players on the dark. We get the no, no, no safety. And then the second one was like a real great moment. You're like, oh man, I did not think that we'd be seeing someone play multiple shots in the dark this early. But frankly, I think this is probably the best time. This is like, this is a great time for someone to like try to like sneak an ally, sneak, give an ally safety and, and, and win that loyalty later on. I, I, I love the fact that Griffin did this. Yeah. I loved it too. I mean, I, not knowing all the dynamic, you know, mm-hmm. going back to like what we were talking about before, is like I didn't think Griffin was that aligned with Stacy. I thought mm-hmm. he was aligned more with Alyssa and Megan. Mm-hmm. So that moment, like if he, depending on where his alliances are, I think mm-hmm. it was a, a brilliant move because mm-hmm. you're saving your ally, one of your allies, mm-hmm. but you're voting for that person because you know that's where the votes are going. Like mm-hmm. you're covering your your ass. You are helping out an ally and like it's multi-layer and i was like it's really really smart i wonder why i wonder if anyone has put together the fact that like if i can just get six of these it's immunity idol i think <laughs> if, like like if you get six somehow right i don't know what it would take to 
people collect and bribe or, or get six offies. Like that's why I've been shocked that we haven't seen anyone like Brianna's coming home and say, Brianna, I really want to work with you, but I need to know I can trust you. Can I hold on to your shot in the dark, shot in the dark to ensure you vote with me? Like do, do something like kind of nefarious like that to extract yeah. these advantages out of people going, going home. And that way, like you get, once you get six, you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm safe whenever I want up to the final seven, perhaps, or I don't know when. Um, I'm sure they, they have to have thought about it, right? Mm -hmm. But to get your entire tribes like shot in the dark. You don't need to get your entire tribes, right? If you get one or two, if you get one or two from people who are getting voted out, and then later on when there is an issue, you can go to your alliance allies like hey, Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Can like, I, can, can, like like we're being targeted. I think I think it's coming after me. Can I have your shot in the dark? I think then that, like that's when you can do it. But I would like be looking to like you're voting at your tribe, try to harvest these resources from these players before they go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that they must have thought it, but why would it be six? Like even like an emerge situation, would why, the why number... do you need six of those? Well, yeah, I, I, I guess like up? typically like each there's a one in six shot at works, right? Is it? I thought it was the the number of parchments was the equal to the number of players. Still in the game. I don't think so. I think so. So at least for CBS Survivor, pre-merge is always six parchments. Okay. And so so even as your tribe dwindles, it's always a one in six. At merge, they it's technically still one in six. But it's a two and twelve. Mm, okay. Right. So, like, yes, if you have six, it's not perfect in the merge. I mean, I don't know. That's why I don't know how they're doing the merge here. Yeah. Uh, like, if they'll double it in that. But still, if you get six of those, like you, like that is a strong threat. Fifty fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it is a fifty fifty. At worst. Yeah. I mean, they have to have thought about it, but you. That's a that's a hard ask. I mean, it's almost equivalent. It, it's to hard points. and it's dangerous because if people realize you've been getting these off of players voted out, that's why like I would try to like, maybe just get one. I wouldn't be like rolling off it, but or like if I had a good ally, say, all right, I'm gonna pick it off of this person. You're gonna pick it off of that person. We're gonna spread it out because I don't want to be that person who like has five at the end of it's like this is an issue. That's social game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if you have someone you can trust and really play that, it would be great. But. So the vote ends up being really interesting here, right? Because uh, it ends up being a 3-2. Three, three votes Stacy, two votes Dallas, with Griffin, Dallas, and Megan voting Stacy, and James and Alyssa voting Dallas. Uh, Dallas does not look happy, understandably, but like I was I was stunned the vote was this close that there would be two like two two votes being put on Dallas, and we didn't even see a single vote on James. Yeah. I, I was actually surprised that Dallas's name came up, right? Mm -hmm. I felt like the story that Stacy was being told for Dallas was just a story. Like that's not where his name was not actually even considered. So to see that, I was like, Oh, well, that's very, we, we saw some inklings that they're again, concern over the shot in the dark of what happens if Stacy has a shot in the dark. Right. So what happens if Stacy plays a shot in the dark? There's a rogue vote cast for Jane somewhere. Right. So I can understand getting one vote on Dallas to have that revote. Yeah. Two. I was, that was surprising. So let me ask, like, because the vote was so close, had Stacy not played her shot in the dark, I, I she think she goes on the revote. What's that? I think she goes on the revote. You think she would go on the revote? Yeah. Against Dallas? Yeah. Interesting. Because uh, I think, because I, I think Dallas is simply the the decoy. I don't think James, Lisa, Megan are looking to get out Stacy. But maybe if they give them the opportunity, they do take out Dallas. It's hard to say. Yeah, I mean. It, Again, they, they are aware of his threat level. Mm -hmm. It might need him now, but like if you have an easy shot, mm -hmm. do you take it? I mean, because yeah. he's going to redemption, you know, you see, one, we assume at least one person's coming back from redemption, mm -hmm. but 
there's going to be probably what five, maybe six in that redemption fighting for that one spot. Uh, maybe max eight. <laughs> okay, maybe max eight. <laughs> so that's one in eight. How strong of a competitor is Dallas? Like they they know him better than I do, obviously. Mm-hmm. Would it be possible for him to get back into the game? Like get him out now and not have to worry about him later. I guess the problem is you just don't know where Dallas sits in these other alliances. Like, yeah. like what's his relationship with all these other people? All the more reason yeah. to possibly cut him when you can. And so it's interesting. I, I wonder, I wonder if Griffin knew that how that, that what the split vote was going to look like, or if he and Dallas both thought it was going to be a five one or a five zero. Because uh, if had Griffin known he could keep Stacy by just flipping his vote, <laughs> maybe yeah. he would have, maybe, maybe he would have flipped his vote and voted at Dallas instead and kept Stacy. That would have been. So- a wild tribal if that was the that, case. That, that would have been wild it's just, it's inter- that's why splitting the vote is so dangerous but so interesting because they could have created the very strange scenario where stacy shots in the dark but it's safe anyways and like this would have been the first time we'd ever seen someone like this was the first time we'd ever seen someone play the shot in the dark and not get voted out that tribal in fact yeah. this is the first time we we're ever going to see a player not have a shot in the dark and still be in the game griffin's this will be the griffin will be the first i've ever seen yeah, which yeah. creates an interesting scenario is will Griffin be a target down the road if people know he doesn't have a the dark because he's defenseless in that regard like say hey we can pile votes on Griffin because he can't shot his way out but the fact yeah. that the shots are transferable I guess maybe doesn't make it as clean is it possible that Stacy got it from someone else so she didn't play her own and played like Dallas and Griffins no no so she played her own but yeah. that second one came from someone else than Griffin, like I think, I think in her confessions, she says it's from Griffin. No, no, we know it is, but mm-hmm. from the tribe point of view, like, they, they don't know, they don't know. They, I mean, uh, well, the, the problem is like they have that bullet casing, right? So, worst news, worst ever can like, here's mine, like, show proof of it. And, and Griffin's like, oh, whoops, yeah. So, I yeah. guess you, there's a way to verify, unfortunately. Well, there definitely is a way to verify. I'm wondering, like, short of like people like saying, okay, we're emptying everyone's bag, we want to see who has their shot, who has mm-hmm. an idol, right? Like, a very Boston Rob mo- moment. Um, I'm wondering, like, if, if Griffin can play it off. Like, no, I, I still have mine. It must have been Dallas. It must have been James. It must have been, you know, she found it or something. I don't know. Or maybe you just lie and say, you know, Stacy told me that she found an advantage to find a hidden shot in the dark, and there are more hidden in the game. Yeah. <laughs> you just lie and say, yeah, they're like, and actually, that'd be cool. Like, give them the shot in the dark twist if you had a very limited amount of extra ones scattered around. I think that's a very feasible and mm-hmm. believable lie mm-hmm. given what they already know about the season mm-hmm. right that shot in the dark is playing different than it does on cbs um that you can gather enough to get an idol that you can you know will it away like it's mm-hmm. it's enough to make you think maybe there is and knowing that the idols are already like harder to find maybe mm-hmm. that shot in the dark is easier because the idols are harder mm-hmm yeah, it, 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 this, this was a fascinating trial comes just with how things broke down. First time we saw multiple shots in the dark played, we saw someone else give theirs. And like, I love the fact that Griffin voted for Stacy, but mm-hmm. still gave her the shot in the dark. So gave her that option, Pro- probably because he thought it was gonna be a four, one, five, zero. And there was no, he didn't have the agency to change things at that point. Yeah. I love what he did and tried to make the best use of his advantage because I don't know what percentage of shots in the dark expire in so hour, but like 90%. Yeah. Uh- I don't think we, have we ever seen it work. No, we haven't seen it work. We, I think we've seen like what half a dozen players try, try to use it at this yeah. point. 
Yeah, I, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen it work. Um, certainly not in any LRG that I've seen. Mm -hmm. uh, and definitely not CBS, but like, yeah. But that's, I mean, again, I think Griffin, like that play was spot on, right? Mm -hmm. You keep, you don't have the agency. You don't want to blow your hand like that you gave your shot in the dark or that you're aligned with this person going out. Mm -hmm. Like it gives you an opportunity to continue to live and build better bridges with the rest of your tribe. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else about this episode you want to bring up? Uh, yeah, actually. So at that tribal, mm -hmm. I couldn't help but like fixate on Megan's body language. Like, I don't know if you noticed, she was like hunched over mm -hmm. for like the first half of it. Her head was down. I was like, what's going through her mind right now? Like, why is she like, everything was curled up and I'm looking at, I'm like, I don't understand. Like it, from what I saw in the scramble to this, like that didn't just compute for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, where everyone else is like up and up and like just uh, present, she was down. I was like, mm -hmm. and I, I mean, again, I don't know these players very well at all. Um, but it was like, it was definitely something that my eye was like, there's gotta be more to that. Maybe there's not, I don't know. I, you know, I, I even pay attention to their body language. That's a great catch. Um, one of the things Casey asked that tribe at tribal council, like who here feels like they're in danger and like two and a half hands get raised. Do you have a philosophy of when the host asks this question, what do you do? Shoot my hand up. Like, <laughs> always, yes. I always, always feel dangerous yes. if I know I'm not. Yeah, I mean, you you should always feel in danger, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you your alliance is tight and you feel good, you have an idol, whatnot, you should always feel in danger. Like, mm -hmm. we all know the moment you feel safe in this game, that is like the kiss of death for you. Like, mm -hmm. you should oh, your hand should shoot up faster than anyone else's. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I thought because that's what I de facto as well. I know sometimes it feels uh, disingenuous. Like you're like, you're, you're in the, you're in the dominant alliance and you know what's happening. You're like, yeah, no, I, I, I feel so safe. Cause I guess you'd say like, Hey, you know, it's survivor things happen. Yeah. I mean, even if you're in the dominant alliance, mm -hmm. you never know what's going to happen. We have a shot in the dark. We've got um, the idol, the idol nullifier. Like you just don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, and Megan also got the mutiny advantage too. this episode. I, I, I totally forgot to mention that. Uh, yeah. I think she's the second to vote, and immediately, like, first thing does, treasure chest, boom, mine. <laughs> and, you know, watching everyone, like, pick up everything, I was loving it. Like, the first voting, I was, like, seeing all the stuff that Casey had laid out. It's mm -hmm. like, there's got to be something there. I hope people are going. And I think it was, maybe it was Hannah was the first one. Like, she was checking everything. Yeah, then she just didn't open the box. box. <laughs> I was like, no! So what I was thinking is, I would love to see a walk. Like, so you find, like, the... The idol or some or some advantage is locked, but the pattern is like created by the travel council booth, like with the, all the objects there. The objects are the ordering that opens the lock somewhere. That that's what I was thinking. Like, oh man, that could be a really cool pattern lock, and the pattern is what you see at the voting booth. That's wild. Yeah, that would be great. So like like a pictograph lock. Yeah, a pictograph lock, or like you have to solve it by putting things in order, and the objects are in the or, are in order when you go to the vote in the voting booth or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe just in the tribal council in the setup itself. I don't know. I, I, I like that. I mean, I, I really like the idea of like something that you're seeing at tribal council mm -hmm. comes into play later. Like even if it's, mm -hmm. you know, a pictograph lock or, you know, there's a clock there that mm -hmm. you need to remember what the time is mm -hmm. because that's going to give you the code for another lock or something like yeah. just how observant. Oh, I, I love, I mean, I love escape rooms. I love chains of puzzles where things lead to another. And I miss kind of old school survivor idols where like, it was like a treasure hunt. You like, boom, boom, like multi-step to get to where you need to be. Yeah. I, I think it would be fabulous, but 
they they what did CBS do away with that after like Russell kept like finding them without any clue? We I think the last thing we saw was on the idols when they when they go to the Rob and Sandra Chateau and like there's that multi-step idol hunt Tommy goes through or Tommy and Dean go through. Uh they get that last idol. Oh, like at the like very tail end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. Um I guess the very last thing of the wrap before we get to the Bloomies, uh our player of the week. So both Stacy Stacy knew about Megan's idol, and then um, so Stacy knew about Megan's idol, and Brianna knew about Jordan's, uh, Jordan's idol. Yeah, and they're both in redemption. <laughs> Those idols are not staying secret. Like twenty, like I will bet money that the person playing the coming in the game is going to know exactly about both of their idols because people talk at redemption. You're mad. You just got voted out. You're going to spill all the dirt on your tribe mates. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I think that it's a hundred percent guaranteed. I think it depends how it's going to impact. Really depends on at what point that returner player comes in and where. Right. Mm-hmm. If we're at a merge, if we're at a two tribe, or if we're still in three. Like, but it's definitely that's that knowledge is not going to stay quiet for long. And I wonder if that was something that because normally, like, if, if you're Jordan or if you're Megan, sending a person home who knows your idol means your secret's safe with you. But I, I wonder if they're realizing, like, okay, they're not out of the game yet. They still can influence person coming back to the game, and this is idol will only be secret, let's say, until merge, and then and then I need to make use of it because it's not going to be hidden. Yeah, I have to look back at who was voted out because I'm wondering if they all knew. So Stacy, brains wouldn't have known. Right. Yeah. So, so on the brains tribe, Dallas knows about it still, um, and on the beauty tribe. No, um, no, no, not about the idol. About redemption. Oh, uh, no! Everyone does now because that. Well, no, that was the first time Yellow was going to tribal. Yeah, it's the first time Yellow was tribal. I, I, I guess this is something for KC. I assume redemption has kind of been a staple of the past seasons, right? Because it seems like Perhaps multiple players have or... like have, have experienced redemption as well. So I don't think. I, I don't think it's a surprise. It's not like uh, Edric Singer was like, oh my gosh, they're back. Mm, it's not, right. it's not, I don't think it should be a surprise. You should expect something like that, given that it's been a mainstay of the past, at least like the past two seasons or so. Okay. Yeah. I, not knowing, but, yeah. but I was like, if, if they did not know, it mm-hmm. would, the yellow tribe, like, okay, voter out. It's not going to come back to bite me. But mm-hmm. now that you're saying that, it makes a lot more sense. I, I was trying to understand. In, in their bylines, like okay, they what seasons they played, and I kept seeing Redemption Island winner. Yeah. Wait, but, but they didn't win. They were in like fifth place or sixth place, but they're Redemption. <laughs> like, wait, what does this mean? Yeah, so I I I, I look forward to seeing if people talk about that or if that has an influence on how these idols get used or whatnot, or simply a person comes back in and they have a lot of power because they know about a lot of things that other people don't. Yeah, it's it's going to be very powerful of a position. So. Now I think we should, as we kind of wrap things up. So let's give let's let's talk about the Bloomy, the Player of the Week. Yeah. Uh, do, would you like me to start, or would you like to start with who who is your Player of the Week? I'm gonna let you start. So I was torn between two people, and I'll just say I was torn between Jordan. And I was torn between Griffin. Jordan because I Jordan's been playing for a strong power position on her tribe. She finds a hidden need idol. Voting out Brianna means no one else knows about it at this point, though someone eventually might have to. Hannah seems very keen that, that Jordan is kind of her ride or die at the moment, which means Jordan can force a gridlock if her tribe goes to travel comes again. I think Jordan's mm-hmm. sitting in a very strong position or tribe, and it was even strengthened by this episode. But I like a little risk. And I like what Griffin was doing this episode, where clearly Stacy is an ally for him. 
Um, but he he doesn't think he has the capital to, to go against the block of what seems like Alyssa, James, and Megan. And so what he does is he gives her his shot in the dark to play, but he still votes against her. It reminds me much of like Sari in the um, Game Changers, um, that, that first merge vote where it's Haley or Michaela and Sari's like, I'm going to write mm -hmm. down Michaela's name. I'm going to make sure everyone knows we're in Michaela's name, even though I want Michaela to stay, because I want to downplay my relationship with Michaela, because because me a bad ally team later on. This yeah. feels very much in light with that. Say, hey, I'm going to write down Stacey's name, but I'm going to give Stacey my advantage and the hope that the gamble pays off, Stacey yep. stays in the game, and Stacey's going to be really loyal to me as, as a result of that. Now, did it pay off? No, it didn't. He burned his advantage. Stacey went home. But I I like that path he took because, frankly, that's that's probably one of the best uses of the shot of the dark we might see this season. But who knows? Maybe some maybe something crazy will happen. But I like that I like that use of it and that creativity in his. So for that, I'm going to give Griffin the blue for the week for me. <laughs> you know, I was torn as well between Jordan and Griffith too. So here and I was like, yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> you know, um, the thing with Jordan, I guess the reason. Ultimately, I, I was going to put my vote on Griffin just mm -hmm. uh, in transparency. But I guess for me, like Jordan, I'm like, I'm loving the gameplay and mm -hmm. the know with all. Um, but I think there's just there's one little piece missing for me to mm -hmm. feel like she is in a rock solid place. Like, I still feel like, yeah, she's found her footing, but she's still like Hannah wants to work with her. But like I don't think she trusts Hannah. Like, so I don't feel like that her whole world is completely solid yet. Mm -hmm. um, so thinking about that, but like from a game point of view and moves within this episode, mm -hmm. I have to give it to Griffin. Like that whole idea, just what you recapped mm -hmm. was exactly it. It's like, that is an awesome move. Mm -hmm. You positioned yourself in multiple places. Like I'm really interested to see how it plays out for him mm -hmm. um, after that. So Griffin's my vote. Wow. All right. So I, I see here. Here I thought I was being like very, very against the grain by putting Griffin out, but I'm really <laughs> happy because this is. I thought Griffin made it really fun. I will some honorable mentions for me. I, uh, Megan from the Brains Tribe snatches the mutiny advantage. She votes correctly, so you're not gonna have an angry Dallas coming after you. I, I, I'm not a big fan of how she handled. Like, do I have an either or not? But she seems like she is working close to Alyssa, and maybe or not James. It's hard to see. Wow. And then uh, Braun Tribe, it's really hard. Like Braun Tribe, it's really hard to say because we didn't get a ton of time with players. Uh, and then for Beauty Tribe, I'm still feeling like, I, I again, I love the confessional in my hand. It's like, here's what my future holds in store for me. And she didn't play her Shaun the Dark need needlessly. Yeah, I, Hannah's smart. Like she knows what's going on. She's super observant. Like even mm -hmm. what we talked about earlier is like in the first episode, she pegged Jordan as being the one that everyone mm -hmm. wants to work with in that central point. Like, okay. That's who I need to get in good with. And she seems to be getting there. So kudos to her. Do you have any predictions for what to expect in the next episode? Uh, I think there's going to be a mix-up. I mm -hmm. think they're going to do some sort of swap. I don't know if it's still into three or into two. I'm hoping two because mm -hmm. I think it'll be more interesting. Um, I think that's that's what I'm anticipating for the next one. And okay. I see Hannah having to scramble, re-scramble again. Um, I'm seeing, I'm going to predict that Mia finds her footing and rallies troops. Like, I'm really kind of eager to see that happen. Yeah, you know, this is still day one of the game, which is wild to see. We voted out four players in the first rounds and still day one. So I actually think like a tribe swap to call it a night and kind of conclude it there, let people kind of reorient things and, and get the voting restart in the morning seems like a good way to go about it. And I do agree at like two tribes of seven is where I think we'd go.
at this point. Uh, I think the Brains tribe is in a lot of trouble given that what that, that last foot looked like. Because you look at the Brawn tribe and the Bew tribe, those were more like a four on two, four yep. on one style situations. The Brains, the Brains tribe being this weird three on two and kind of mixed way. I think Dallas is going to be, Dallas might be headhunting. So I, I, I think a Brains player will likely be going home next. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I like the Brains Tribe, but yeah, I, I, I don't see a lot in their future. Yeah, it just I, it's weird to think that like, you know, having really solid majority rules votes in your tribe, early tribe is so important because it sets the tone later on of like in a swap, are you at each other's throats? Or are you willing to like, hey, we will come together and we will like at least start together on, on this route? It's yeah, it's always fascinating to see. Yeah, I mean, there's they're definitely three two in that tribe, mm-hmm. and even that I I don't I would say it's a two one two one one really. It, the, the tribe seems just very scattered. Maybe had they gone to a second tribal council, that would have been much more solidified. They kind of figure like, hey, here's our core four. We're gonna maybe now we get together and vote out Dallas, or maybe not, or like or something else happens. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Have to wait and see. Uh, Troy, thank you so much for taking this past hour with me to talk about this episode. I think we definitely exceeded the episode link, so that was a victory on our books. Uh, is there anywhere that anything you grew up to or anything you'd like to people to know about before we before we conclude here? Oh, there's so much, but I'm going to keep it to myself because I can't say anything. And I think that <laughs> says a lot. Uh, well, Troy, thank you so much for all of you tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, I believe we'll ha- we'll receive episode four sometime, uh, probably next Saturday. Uh, so keep so, so stay tuned for a podcast to follow, and Thank have a so great rest of your day, everyone. You.